Fount of every blessing, tune my heart to sing thy grace. Streams of mercy never ceasing, call for songs of loudest praise. Teach me some melodious sonnet, song by flaming tongues above. Praise his name, I'm fixed upon it. Name of God's redeeming love. This is going to be such whiplash. And there was war in heaven, Michael and his angels waging war with the dragon. The dragon and his angels waged war, and they were not strong enough. And there was no longer a place found for them in heaven. And the great dragon was thrown down, the serpent of old, who was called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth, and his angels, angels were thrown down with him. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren has been thrown down, he who accuses them before our God day and night. And they overcame him because of the blood of the Lamb and because of the word of their testimony. And they did not love their life even when faced with death. For this reason rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the earth and the sea, because the devil who has come down to you, having great wrath, knowing that he only has a short time. It's going to be one of those days. We're reading Revelation. We're reading Revelation. <laughs> All right. Okay. We have returned from our sabbatical. There you go. I've always wanted to be on one. <laughs> well, now you have. It wasn't always cracked up to be. <laughs> no, yeah. I was busier then than I am now. Just so less, there you go. Just less scheduled busyness as it was. <laughs> so that's Cameron. Hi. I'm Michael. And we are here this week to tell you that sin doesn't care which lie you believe is true. Oh, no. Now, for those of you that have... No recollection of what this is. Well, one, I'm sorry. <coughs> For those of you that do remember, we'll give you a refresher course because, once again, we're sorry. <laughs> uh, I have picked out three. I did not intentionally limit it to three because sometimes, but, uh, but there is going to be a bit of a theme here. Okay. Based on, like what I said, what I just, which, what I just read. Okay. And there's going to be one person you're sick of by the end of this. I'm already and, sick And it of isn't you. me. It isn't you. It isn't me. Oh, that no. wasn't very nice. <laughs> See what hey. I have to deal with? Don't pill a lie. Come on, man. No, I'm just messing. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> wait, do, wait, do we owe Disney money Testing. now because we said that? <laughs> no, that's um, ES, that's, um, ESPN. That's, that's Boomers. Owned by, yeah, but that's ESPN who's owned by Disney. So do we own Disney money for using their catchphrase? No, Disney, <laughs> well, unless Disney owns Boomer. But I guess. But no. Nah. Anyway. <laughs> All right. I think we're good. Here's, here's the fun that's going to begin. Let's see. COVID panic at the ER. Don't this, you mean the disco? No, no, no. We, we have skipped the disco. <laughs> the disco. We are now ER. panicking at the ER. That's what happens when this you panic is, at the disco. This is front runner. I have a running list now. We didn't do a recap because I couldn't keep up with the list, but I have a running list now, and this story is already on the list for top 10. Oh, okay, good. So 2022, gonna, we're going to start with It's going to have to be a high bar to get past this one. Okay, all right. Some Vermonters who are able to find antigen tests and then test positive are clogging emergency rooms. So talking about COVID. Okay. So they're getting COVID tests at home, and then they're all filling up the ER. Now, you okay. would immediately say, well, that would make sense, right? Because COVID is obviously the most deadly pathogen known to human man. Well, no, my first question is, <laughs> and I'm just, kidding you're testing that, positive. So, okay, but how, so, how, how sick are they when they test positive? The emergency department at the Rutland Regional Medical Center has been overwhelmed with asymptomatic folks. 
you don't even have a fever and you're going? <laughs> a- oh, my symptomatic. Goodness. They are testing positive at home going, <gasps> I have the COVID. I need to go see if I'm and breathing. Running and then running like their butts are on fire. Which, that, that is a possible symptom of COVID, if you remember that dude Although from Japan. no one else has ever had that, so I think that was secondary. I was, there's something completely different. Um, uh, I have not seen any cases So that was a secondary that. infection? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Dr. Rick Hildebrandt is RRMC's medical director. He says some people who test positive with a rapid test go to the emergency room looking for a PCR test, because we know how reliable that is. Oh, yeah. The Vermont Hospital Association says it's hearing similar stories from other parts of the state. Now, keep in mind, Vermont is like one of the most vaccinated states in the country. Well, of course they're upset. They shouldn't be getting it. Hildebrand says those who are asymptomatic and receive a positive antigen test should stay home and reach out to their primary care provider. He says the only time to go to the ER is if you have a positive test and are very sick. Here's, Here's what I love. This is when we channel the great theologian and prophet George Carlin. I did not need to be told <laughs> that. Yeah. We have to actively tell people to not go to the emergency room when they don't have an emergency. emergency. The 911 calls will actually find you if you call the police for non-emergency information. Like you can call like the police department to tell them something, but if you call 911 specifically, you can actually be charged for not using it appropriately. So I'm they not need to do the sick. same thing here. I'm yeah. not sick. I'm vaccinated. I test positive for COVID. My next step is go to the emergency Run the room. ER. What, now here's where this is fun. Hildebrand says the flood of asymptomatic people is preventing others in need of immediate care from getting it. It's not so much the beds that are the precious resource. It's the staff. Yeah. We have some of our clinical staff providing care to these people, and they can't provide care to the folks in the ER. So in other yeah. words, you have so much staff running around dealing with people who aren't sick. Yeah. They can't actually deal with the people who are, are sick. Yeah. Because what's happening is people are coming in for COVID tests. They have to be quarantined off. They have to be segmented right. away. Uh-huh. They have to be dealt with. They're, they're moved up the triage. So you're sitting there with a broken Stop arm. You're sitting there yeah. with a broken arm in the ER not getting treated because 47 people are waiting for a COVID test and they're not even sick. sick. Yeah. Or you're having a heart attack and but they have COVID. Now, I know I encourage I people I still don't this. think that's right, but anyway. Now, why do we care about the story? I encourage this all the time. Go back and listen to past episodes. But we actually did a sit-down on this, what, March or April of, la- of not last year. Oh, my goodness, I can't even say that anymore. It's March or April of 2020. That's when we started doing this. We yeah. sat, you and I sat down and did, it's called COVID at something. I don't even remember what I called it. Mm-hmm. Might be COVID panic at the disco is the name of the episode. But we sat down and talked about fear and mm-hmm. how what we were noticing was fear driving everything. everything. They have found this is why catalyst. this is so important to have a grounding. This is also why I read the the passage that I read in the book of Revelation. Too many Christians spend too much of their life not realizing they've won. Yeah. They, they, they win. Mm-hmm. Satan is defeated. Christ is victorious. The work is accomplished. There is now no condemnation, Romans 1, Romans 8, for those who are in Christ Jesus. Yes, correct. The only power that Satan has is the power to accuse you. Well, in Christ, all the accusations are not guilty. Not yeah. guilty. I mean, yeah, it, it sucks to hear when you've been being accused of something when you know it's not, but you have to stand firm in your faith in that, no, 
I'm so not with guilty that, of this. The other no thing longer. is the promise that that death is not the final victory either. Mm-hmm. That an eternity at peace with God has been attained because of Christ. Therefore, what am I afraid of? Apparently my own shadow if you live in Vermont. Yeah, Vermont's and, turned into and this is groundhogs. What, <laughs> this is what COVID has revealed so crystal clear. If it has revealed nothing else, the general and constant fear of most people on a regular basis has been shown because of COVID. People are literally just terrified of, for what is the vast majority of the population, a bad flu. Yeah. And for most of the population, it's not even a bad flu. It's just a flu. Yeah. Now, look, have people died? Yes. yes. Not trying to argue otherwise. But for unless you are severely ill already or severely old. Okay. Well, you know. Extremely old is more we'll so than severely that. old. <laughs> I mean, well, some no, people no, may be severely old. There's a difference between being extremely old and severely old. You can be 90 and in relatively good health. Yeah. You are not. You are extremely old, but you are not severely old. Gotcha. Likewise, you can be 75 and, you know, old and decrepit. In gotcha. which case, you are not extremely old, but you, you are, are severely, severely old. old. Okay. I see the Yes, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Okay. And I just came up with that to cover myself. So there you go. Yeah, but I, I agree because I like, <laughs> but, but that's, yes. But, but yeah. unless you are severely ill with like multiple other things or you are severely old based on that definition, this is a, this is a mild flu for a lot of folks. And mm-hmm. if you're not anywhere near those categories, like under 15, relatively healthy, this is a bad cold. And yeah. so the number of people, though, who are panicked, who still have their children in multiple masks, who are still like this uh, sanitizing and dis- I almost said desanitizing, sanitizing <laughs> and disinfecting their yeah. groceries and things yeah, that because would help. <laughs> they might get the COVID. They're terrified. They're still doing that. Yes, there are people still doing this. I never did there, it. <laughs> there was a there was a woman on one of the networks to. the other day explaining how you need to make sure you're fitting your children with N95 masks to send them to school. And if you can't do that, you need to figure out how to double mask them. In Washington, when it was 35 and raining the other day, they were still mandating that students eat outside because they can't congregate in large settings. How many inside. of these kids are going to actually get the flu? Now that people are testing for the flu again, the cases have started to go up just Influenza, actual flu, flu, not COVID flu, cold this thing. I mean, how many kids are we going to give that to by having them eat outside in Washington, 35 degrees and raining? That's flu weather. Well, it's you're what's asking happen. for your body to it's be. It's what's going to happen because we're afraid, because this is the thing that's, you know, but just killing af- everybody. But we're not afraid of other stuff. Once again, sin doesn't care which lie you believe as long as you believe a lie. A lie. Yeah. You're ready for this one? Okay. This is going to just send you through the ceiling. Mm, I've had such a good day today. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. We will ruin all good days. All right. Here we go. Alyssa Milano. Yeah, okay, I know who she is. Okay. Alyssa Milano's experience with childbirth triggered memories of past sexual assault. How? Completely different scenarios. After going through therapy after giving birth to Milo and remembering that one moment of feeling like I was being held down and had things being done to me that I didn't want to me was very reminiscent of being sexually assaulted. Who held her down during childbirth? It triggered all these memories that I thought I had dealt with. She was specifically triggered when she realized how many... I'm sorry. She was particularly triggered... Uh-huh. When she realized how so many people had, air quotes, access to her vagina while she was giving birth to her daughter. 
it's just the nurses and the doctors. By the time you get to that point, you've been so much looked at, you don't care anymore. And you're in so much pain, you don't care anymore. Trust me, been there, done that. I remembered at one point really not enjoying the fact that lots of people had access to my vagina, she said. Well, she could have said no. Adding and thinking to myself, why does... I, I don't like this. Why does it feel so familiar? I've never had a baby before. Why does this invasive feeling feel so familiar? Has she not been to a doctor for an OBGYN appointment? Just for not, not for baby, but normal pap smears and such not? Because it's the same procedure. It's just She added, that was people. just a fleeting moment, a tick in time, but I didn't forget about it. She also noted that the triggering moments of childbirth all could also contribute to postpartum anxiety. I got to think that because it felt that way for me, it must have felt that way for other women. (laughs) I wonder how much of my postpartum anxiety was due to, of course, hormones and all of the things, but also that feeling that felt like I wasn't in control, you know? (laughs) Like, totally. Okay. Sorry. I, I know. It is. Okay. From a woman's perspective, from a mother's perspective who has had children, doing my research now, what I wish I knew then, what I know now, I would have been a lot more making doctors stay hands off. There are a lot of things that hospitals do that really are not necessary. And I'm not against hospitals, but I, I mean, again, it's your body. If you don't feel comfortable, then you need to tell your doctor, look, I don't feel comfortable with that. So, it's still not a rape. <laughs> no, it's not. No. But, I mean, it's still perfectly fine to say, like, look, I have five nurses in here. You're the main nurse who's my, my nurse because you're assigned one. They should be the only ones doing checks other than well, the doctor. they basically are. But, but no, it, it, you, in, from someone who was on the other side in the room, mm-hmm. there weren't that many people. I'm sure not, no. When you, when you were actually going through the delivery and the birthing process. I think there were, like, two Two, two nurses and the doctor. Yeah. That was it. it that was bad. That's it, that feels like a lot, but it feels like a lot because you're doing a lot. If yeah. you're not doing a lot, it's really not a lot. But anyway. Yeah, I get it. The interesting it, thing to me yeah. was this article uh-huh. actually like outlined her sexual assault. Okay. So unless there's another sexual assault, and there may be, I don't know because I don't care about Alyssa Milano. If what she described as her sexual assault, then I laughed. Because her description of her sexual assault was being like 19 at a concert mm-hmm. and being up near the stage and like involved with something when the singer invited people to get closer and she got smushed in the crowd. And people touched her when and she then was smushed. she was crying out for the security and nobody helped her and that was her sexual assault. You're at a concert with Well, and she doesn't describe people. it as being touched. She described it as being punched and hit. I'm like, lady, that's not a sexual assault. That's no. a mosh pit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of, uh, that's a mosh pit. I mean, now, if you didn't. So, now, he, now he, why? Mm. Why? Why is it a big deal that she is a sexual assault survivor? And, like me said, too. And, there may, and there may be more to that. Yeah, there one, may be. She's one of the kickoff people of Me Too. Yeah, there may be there more may to be, it. And if there is, a, look, I'm not trying to make light of it, but if that's your sexual assault story, that's all I you got. Make light of it, there's anyway. people who have worse. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. Why is it such a big deal that she can identify as a sexual assault victim? And why would why is it that her birthing of a child reminds her of a sexual assault? Sin doesn't care which lie you believe, mm-hmm. as long as you believe a lie. A lie. Mm-hmm. Anyone. I'm a victim. You need to listen to me. I have been violated. Therefore, you should give me a voice. 
tell me that's not the world in which we live. <laughs> yes, it is. It's just, I just kind of thought of something that it's, when you're a celebrity and you have all this fame, what was the last thing she did and how long ago was it? Well, it's not even that. It's this mindset. You see, if you want to know what the, why there are so many people clinging to race hoaxes, you know, like the, the, uh, the what is his name? The Jesse Smollett thing in Chicago. Oh, the, where, okay, yeah. We're supposed to believe that at 2 o'clock in the morning during a polar vortex when it's minus 35 out that two white rednecks in downtown Chicago assaulted him at 2 a.m. with a noose. <laughs> yeah. First off, it's freezing and rednecks don't do freezing. Chicago. Secondly, Chicago. There's rednecks with nooses running around outside on the coldest day in the in the last 40 years in downtown Chicago. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, if you tried to give me, like, downtown Birmingham, maybe. Maybe, like, yeah. Like, if you tried to give me, you know, like, downtown Atlanta, maybe. maybe. But again. Chicago, please. But again. Please. A, freezing weather. Why? We don't do that. To the area. Why? No. Why? Why was? Why are those things? The Bubba Wallace thing. It's a noose. It's a garage pole. Because there is benefit. Yeah, that that was what happened with that. Oh, okay. Why? Why are these things realities? Because there's benefit to being a victim. Because the idiocy of our system now tells you because you're a victim, you have input. Yeah. You have insight. No, you don't. Mm-mm. You've been the victim of something that doesn't make you wiser. That Mm-mm. doesn't make you more credible. Doesn't make you anything except a. Victim. Yeah. But we give celebrity status and we give exalted wisdom status to victims. Where does scripture tell you you should give that exalted status? To Christ and those Mm -hmm. people who teach wisely and follow his precepts and disciple well. Yeah, exactly. So in other words, wisdom ascends the ladder. In our broken system, victimhood ascends the ladder. Gee, what could possibly go wrong with that idea? Yeah. That's why you see the stupidity that you see. And this stupidity gets better. Mm. It does. It does. It gets better. Yes. Story number three. Okay. Tribal white women. Those two things don't go together. Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano embraces her changing body. This is the same interview. Oh, so now... Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, fo- okay. You're going to love this. You're going you're gonna to go nuts when you hear this. The 48-year-old Sorry Not Sorry author talks about motherhood on People's Me Becoming Mom podcast, sharing why she's grown crowd- she- why she's grown to be proud of the scar left from her cesarean section. Milano's shares son Milo Thomas, 10, and daughter Elizabella Dillon, 7, with husband David Bulgari. Bugliari, I don't know. Who cares? Anyway. How many people can say, this is where they cut me open, removed all the organs in the way, got my baby out, gave me my baby, put all the organs back in, and then stitched me and stapled me up, she says. Uh, 80% of women. There's something incredibly (laughs) tribal about it. It feels almost like a tattoo in a way. 80% of American women have C-sections. She is nobody special in that. (laughs) Back in 2016, Milano echoed that she loves her C-section scar because it's where my babies came from. Be kind to yourself and remember what your body is put on this earth to do, which is nurture, feed, take care of a child. Everything else is sort of irrelevant. Did, 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 did Alyssa Milano just like give us a commercial for 1950s Housewives? Yes, she did. Now, here's my best part. Oh, yes, she did. Oh, wow. So she was freaked out by how many people had access to her, her vagina uh-huh. during her deliveries, but her deliveries were, were all C-sections. C-sections. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm yeah, sorry. mine were C-sections too, well, but yours, still but it was... your first one ended up in a C-section. Yeah, it ended up in a C-section. I just thought yes. you would get a kick out of that. Yeah, now, here's really? the thing. Now I'm in touch with the power of femininity because they cut me open and pulled my organs out. I was in the room for both of your C-sections. They didn't take they the organs out. No, just your it's uterus. Not like, it's not like they have to like put them on the table and then figure out how to put them back like yeah, some it's bizarre not a puzzle. Picasso jigsaw. Yeah, <laughs> no, apparently she needs an anatomy lesson because, no, that doesn't happen. <laughs> Yeah, they may remove your uterus to stitch it back up and then put it back in, but that's the only thing they can out. So Anything because, other than that, your doctor's so a hack. Because she has a C-section scar, she is woman, hear her roar. She's now proud, and it's empowering. Why? I can tell you why. Uh, yeah, please do, because I, I, I have a C-section scar, too. I'm actually kind of aggravated my doctor didn't cut very good on the line. <laughs> You want, you want him to cut on the line for the second one? Yeah, when he cut, yeah, he kind of missed. It kind of crisscrosses. Actually, it looks really pretty, actually, kind of because it, it kind of zigzags one way and then zigzags the other. The, but again, I don't see the why. The reason why this is a big deal is because what other foundation does she have? Oh, nothing. And once her kids are grown, she's going to crumble again. Well, it's not that. No, she won't. She's 48 with a 10 year old. Mm, she should just have another one. She's forty-eight. No, she won't. She's lucky she had these. But her, but her identity it seems to be in motherhood now. When they are no longer baby, her identity will be in a bitter old woman. Gotcha. Here's why. Gotcha. Because okay. she has no foundation. Yeah, that's which what I'm means She has built her life upon what? Nothing. What's the song tell you? Sinking sand. There you go. Yeah. That's what her life is built. Everything's upon. fleeting. Which is why. My victim status is so important and why I'm here to nurture children until I'm not. And then I'm this and then I'm powerful and then I'm a victim and then I'm wonderful. And then I'm at the ER because I'm not sick. And you're going, what is going on? Mm -hmm. Because there's no foundation for how we live, none of it makes sense. The minute you understand that this is all about me. Yeah. What I want now. Mm -hmm. Not what I wanted a year ago. Not what I'm going to want five years from now, but what I want now. now. There's no evaluation. I'm not sick. I'm not even feeling bad. So why are you testing? Yeah. Because I'm panicked. Why? Because it's deadly. Because people, because, 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 because there's no good reason. Why, why are you thinking about a sexual assault that we're not even sure actually happened while giving birth mm. and a C-section? That doesn't even make sense. And your answer is, well, of course it doesn't make sense because the sinful mind doesn't, doesn't make, make any sense. sense. No. Because it is literally just striving after the wind. Mm -hmm. It is vanity upon vanity, as Ecclesiastes would tell you. It's not going to make any sense because it can't <laughs> make any sense because there is no sense to be made. They have rejected the wisdom of God, which means they've rejected the source of truth, which means they have embraced the lie. And mm -hmm. sin is now happy, which means you are now miserable. Because once yeah. you believe this lie, well, what happens when this lie disappoints you? Because it's going to. Then we do what? We find another one. There it is. We go and searching. sin doesn't care which lie because you just hop from lily pad to lily pad, and it's really the gators with their mouths open. Yep. You're just dancing on crocodile teeth. And that's what ends up happening day in and day out to so many people. So what's the cure, Christian? Be grounded in what you believe. Why you believe it and what you do in this life needs to be based and built upon it because you want to be able to give a give an answer for the hope that lies within you. Mm -hmm. To be able to point out the problem with the world around you, not just so that we can go, you people are stupid, but so because there is a better way. Mm -hmm. And as we proclaim that better way, God is honored. 
the truth is proclaimed, Christ is exalted, and we are sanctified more and more. Because everything else just leads to this vicious circle of fear and idiocy just chasing itself. And the reason it's chasing itself because it's really doing is circling the drain. <laughs> yeah, it is. It <laughs> and you is. know how that's going to end, don't you? Yep. So, fun kickoff to the year? Sure, yeah. I mean, really, are we going to beat asymptomatic people rushing to the ER? If we beat yeah. that this Unsick year. Unsick people. If we beat that this year, stop the world. I want to get off. I can't even So if that's fathom. not in the top 10 at the end of the year, then I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> I don't want to play anymore. Yeah, I so. cannot fathom anything All beyond right. that. That'll so. be then. This is now. What have we learned here today, children? People are sheep. Mm-hmm. Meh. How we see ourselves matters. Yes. Identify yourself by the true and the good and the beautiful or embrace the lie. And we will look for validation anywhere. And everywhere. But it's only found in Christ. So... I will not tell you where to send your complaints because I don't care, but if you want to send them, you can figure it all out. Um, <laughs> trying to get back into the swing of life again, so as we kind of get our new you and your new year, we're going to try to keep things in habit. Yeah, I'm getting the look. New because you in the new year. Dun, 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 you dun. join Planet Fitness while so I'm not paying attention? No, but it is zero down and zero dollars a month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think I'm going to get that and, and they paint give you it on pizza. the wall. What? And they give you free pizza. Okay. No, thank you. Don't you love a gym that's like, here, get on the treadmill and have some pizza. Yeah, eat pizza <laughs> on the treadmill. It counteracts the balance, exactly. the calories. Anyway, yeah, I need to get that stencil and put it on the kitchen wall. Instead of live, laugh, love, new you in the new year. It doesn't matter. It works for every year. Just don't exactly. change. Just don't put, never put the date so, up. <laughs> so our resolution is to get back to normal life and hopefully be able to keep up with yeah. the insanity of the world and be an encouragement as we go. So if we are... We're happy. We're thankful. If we're not, you can complain about it, and we'll try to do better. And that's all I can promise you. Yep. So until we meet again, read your Bible. It'll do you good. Bye. Bye.